0: You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Coconuts and Kayaks. Have you ever been in a boat and wondered if you would ever see land again? Being someone who loves adventure and often goes out of their way to find it, it will come as no surprise to those of you who know me that a kayaking and camping trip in Belize between the many islands offshore was attractive to me. I signed up with the adventure company offering the trip And started to train for the 10-day journey, which included kayaking each day, camping on a different island each night, and having meals cooked for us fresh from the ocean and what was on each island. I could hardly wait to get to Belize, as it was a country I had never traveled to, but had heard a great deal about in my geography classes. Growing up, the name of the country in those classes was the British Honduras. And then in 1973, the name changed to Belize. In discussing the trip with friends, one friend asked if they could accompany me on the trip, and I thought it would be wonderful for them to join me. So I checked with the tour company, and thankfully, there was one more spot available. When we arrived in Belize City, we were going to spend one night there before heading to Placencia the following day. This is where the group of kayakers who had signed up for the trip were meeting to be outfitted and start our great adventure. Belize is a port city and was intriguing with its unique buildings, many bridges, and diversity in the architectural styles of the buildings, causing one to feel at times like being in New Orleans and at other times like being in a colonial Spanish village. Plasencia is down the coastal highway from Belize City, and it took us about three hours to get there. Once in Placentia, we were introduced to our guides, one from Canada and one from Belize, the others in the group, and our boat operator. Our kayaking adventure was going to start on one of the islands several kilometres away, by ocean from Placentia, and we would be transported there, together with our belongings and items needed for the trip, in a small boat operated by a local Belizean. My friend who is with me tends to live with more caution than I do and immediately began scouring the boat for life vests and if it seemed like a safe vessel to travel in over a rather long stretch of ocean. Needless to say, there were life vests. However, they were ill-fitting and not enough to accommodate all of us in the boat. Once packed, we were off and our boat operator gave us some information on the ocean, the islands offshore, What we would find on the island once we arrived and how well our trip guides were going to look after us. The day was sunny and it seemed like an excellent yet adventurous start to our trip. No sooner had we embarked on our boat ride and the weather began to change. The wind picked up and in the distance was a large, dark bank of clouds and it seemed to be moving with great veracity towards us. Our boat operator indicated that a change in weather was common and there was no need for concern. However, the large bank of dark clouds seemed rather intimidating and each of us in the boat began to whisper to one another that it seemed we were in for quite the storm and being in a small aluminum boat did not seem too safe. The operator once again assured us we would be fine and we had no choice but to stay in the boat and hope he was right. Well, the large bank of clouds moved quickly over us and were so low that it felt like a large, dark blanket had completely enveloped us and almost blinded us from seeing one another in the boat. There was no rain or wind that accompanied this blanket of fog, so it was very eerie to be completely enveloped with no sense of how long it would last. Our boat operates sensed our uneasiness and let us know that in fog, the dark or completely blind, he would be able to get us to the island for he had traversed these waters since he was a small child and in every type of weather imaginable. My friend and I were nervous and whispered to one another that we hoped and prayed we would safely arrive at the island. You see, part of our nervousness was due to the fact that the coral in the ocean was was so large and so near the surface of the water that often the bottom of the boat would brush against it, and our fear was that without clear vision, the boat might hit the coral and quit working. In order to lighten the mood, I suggested that we needed Jesus to calm us and calm the situation much like he did when he and his disciples encountered a storm. My friend then told me to look up at the boat operator, for Jesus was with us, and sure enough— There on the t-shirt of our boat operator was a picture of Jesus. No, we had not just seen a vision. Our boat operator literally had a t-shirt with a large face of Jesus Christ on it and the name of Jesus Christ printed below it. At this, my friend and I began to laugh and laugh and laugh. Here we were in the middle of the ocean filled with large coral a thick blanket of fog blinding us and a confident boat operator wearing a t-shirt with the face of Jesus Christ depicted on it. Could this culmination of events be anything but humorous? Could this culmination of events be nothing short of Jesus assuring us of his presence in a most hilarious way? Once again, I marveled at the creativity of God and how in even the most bizarre way we felt comforted that he was present and we would be fine. The fog never lifted, but as promised, we were delivered safely to the island and were able to unload the boat and get under the shelter on the island before the rainstorm hit. We were so thankful for the timing of our arrival, for we missed being rained on in the boat and were able to get safely under the shelter with all our belongings before the rain hit. It was time to thank God for looking after us and providing protection from the rain as well. Once settled on the island, we needed to find a spot to pitch our tents. Under some large palm trees, we found enough open sand that most of us could pitch our tents and get ready for the night. After a delicious shore dinner, enjoying the things caught by our Belizean guide using his spear fishing method, we had a bonfire, further introduced ourselves to one another, and then headed to our tents to get some sleep before our first big paddle the next day. After the adventures of the last two days, sleep came easily and deeply. However, after several hours of sleep, I was awakened by the sound of a strong wind and then heard the strangest sounds of what seemed to be cannonballs being hurled at the tent. I was sure that there were no cannonballs being aimed at us in our tents. However, the sound of the wind and the large balls landing on the tent were a mystery. Soon other people were awake and I could hear them yelling that they were being hit by large hard balls. My tent mate woke up and wondered what was going on. I answered that I had no idea but thought I should find out. I opened the zipper on the tent door, crawled out of the tent into the howling wind and saw the very tall palm trees above us swaying madly and as a result releasing all the coconuts on them onto our tents. Soon I was surrounded by other tour group members and we began to laugh at our misfortune of pitching our tents under large coconut palms. Since the wind also seemed to indicate the arrival of rain, we all abandoned our tents, gathered our belongings and bedding, and headed to the shelter to sleep. Once we arrived in the shelter, the rain began to fall. Heavy rain mixed with heavy wind and falling coconuts. We were happy to be in the wooden shelter and protected from most of the elements that could have robbed us of much-needed sleep. Thankfully, by the morning, the rain had moved on, and we awoke to bright, sunny skies, a calm ocean, and our first day of kayaking, which would take us from the island we were on to another island several kilometers away. Wow! If the rest of the trip was going to be as adventurous as our first two days— There would be no end of story material for dull parties or a radio show. This trip to Belize was another example of what great beauty God has created for us to enjoy, and how seeing other parts of the world is such a privilege. The song, He is All That I Need, refers to us needing only Jesus Christ and how He supplies all our needs. This song comes from the archives here at Square One World Media and is sung by the Gospelite singers with the solo done by Neil Maddies. It seems appropriate since Jesus Christ was in the boat with us and answered our prayers for protection.
1: I'm a pilgrim, a stranger
0: in vain.
1: All I need, he's all I need, he's all I need. He's all I need. He's all I need. Like my How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? There are screens everywhere, on televisions, computers, tablets, and phones. And even before kids know how to read, they know how to click the buttons to play their favorite shows. Online, on air, or in print, media reaches people of all ages, any time and any place. Shouldn't you have a message worth sharing? To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com.
0: My trip to Belize was nothing short of amazing. On the return to Placencia, we once again met our Jesus Christ t-shirt-wearing boat operator and found out that he was someone who loved Jesus and had been a follower of his for a long time. He told us that he wore the shirt often, and especially when in his boat, to remind him that he was never alone because Jesus was always with him. I admired his faith and how the t-shirt was a symbol of it. What a great way to be reminded that God was always with him and that he could count on Jesus Christ to be with him, no matter what. This is true not only for the boat operator in Belize, but for each of us. Jesus Christ longs to be with us always and invites us to enter into a relationship with him made possible by his dying on the cross for us and the sins that so easily entangle us. What a great Savior! In the book of Matthew in the Bible, chapter 28 and verse 20, it says, Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show— but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website, www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under a Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you because you may think S-C-O-O-P like an ice cream but it is www.askoopoflife.com like in my nickname scoop i would love to hear from you my team here at square one world media and i enjoyed producing this episode and i hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.askoopoflife.com